Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of Life at Apollo podcast. Today I'm here with Apollo's front-end team lead. Hello Jerry, thanks for joining me today. Hi Shones, my thanks to you for inviting me today. How are you today? How are you feeling? Well, I'm I'm great, thank you. Uh, I'm actually back in the office after a few weeks, so it's really lovely to see to see the, the faces here after such a long time. Uh, I haven't been there for a while. Is, is there anyone? How is everyone doing? Yeah, there are quite quite a lot of people is here, I would say. Not not as the usual, but yeah, some friendly faces around here. Ah, nice, nice. All right, all right. I think we can jump to the first relational question. And that is, how long are you part of the Actum company? I believe it's about five and a half year. Oh. Uh, yeah, actually in four days, it will be exactly five and a half years. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I'm honestly, I've been really happy here. I, I don't have any reasons, you know, to go uh, look elsewhere because I really enjoy working here and I see uh, in what I'm doing uh, every day I, I find some joy. Sometimes even not joy, of course. But, you know, during this time I met a lot of people. I worked on a lot of different projects. I learned a lot uh, of different things even. So, yeah, I'm grateful that uh, this is the company where you can also grow in terms of uh, knowledge. Mm-hmm. Of course. And uh, Jirka is really optimistic person, so <laughs> I'm not surprised with the answer. But yeah, it's quite a long time and you, you are still smiling. Oh, yeah. Like always. I, I didn't met you and I didn't met you angry, I think. Not, not even once. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm doing these things just <laughs> All right, all right. Um, next racial question that I ask everyone in here is how did you get to your current position, Irka? Um, like when I was three years old, I already played my first games on the computer and I liked it so much <laughs> that computers kind of became like part of my life since then. Oh. Uh, at 12, I started to experiment. You are from some rich family since you can play computer games since you were three. No, come on, it was really I think old my games. first computer appeared at, at my home as like, <laughs> as I was like 11 or something. I, I did have a console, I did have a Nintendo 64 before, but the uh-huh. computer appeared as I grew up older. So, yeah, you are a rich kid. <laughs> well, let's say by computer we can mean all of different stuff like Windows 95 or these, you know, these games that were sold on the Asian markets that, that was like fake Nintendos. Yeah. It was for a few crowns, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Super Mario yeah. and kind of these things, it was super nice to, nice to play. Um, so back to your original question. So when after high school I wanted to go to work, mm-hmm. so after two companies mm-hmm. and f- four years, uh, I came to Actum. Uh, where I was working as a front-end developer for more than two years. Mm -hmm. And then I was asked if I wouldn't want to do uh, team leading, which I first hesitated, Mm -hmm. but uh, accepted. And now I'm glad that I'm doing this this role as well. All right, all right. And team leading role is always challenging. So do you still enjoy it, even with the setbacks? Yes, I, I don't. I don't think there are any like uh, bad parts of it actually, because uh, the truth is that I'm now the most busy at the project, mm-hmm. so I don't have uh, I don't have like full let's say involvement in team leading at the moment. Mm-hmm. 
my, my team leading activities uh, are mostly about one-on-one meetings and constant support of my colleagues. Uh, if they need anything, they will just, you know, ask. I can approach them mm-hmm. and things like this. Just helping them, you know, to feel good and ensuring they have everything they need for their work. So mm-hmm. I, I want to give more for team leading next year. So hopefully I will arrange to. <laughs> you are committed, like really committed to, to leading. Yeah. <laughs> I can prove that Yirka uh, is really good in the team leading role because I think your team is pretty satisfied and you have like huge overview what everyone is doing and how he's doing, which is so kind of surprising. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, as described, you are front-end developer. So, what do you do mm-hmm. to describe it to non-IT persons or non-persons which are involved in the IT mm-hmm. business? And what brought you to it? What is the most appealing part? Okay. Yes. 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 So, the front-end development itself—it's—it's um, it's a one part of the process of creating websites mm-hmm. because in most basic point of view. There is like the front end and there is back end and perhaps even content part. Mm-hmm. So the front end is the part where you where you are well you are designing the page for the browser for how it intends to look in the browser, mm-hmm. how it should behave, how it should uh, look. You know these these things like colors and images and text, how it's rendered, how it functions together, uh, some interactions when you click that, mm-hmm. you open that, you call that. Uh, it's basically mm, what you can see. On the page, if you open your browser, mm-hmm. that's all the front end. But the data and the content itself, we just kind of present it. Mm-hmm. We just um, take care of presentation layer, let's say. And where, where the data actually comes from, or what data actually comes from, it doesn't mm-hmm. concern us too much mm-hmm. because uh, we can receive like anything. But it must it must look good. It must work in you know across all of the browsers. Mm-hmm. Some people think the front end is just about uh, you know changing colors and playing with buttons. Mm-hmm. I would strongly disagree with that <laughs> because I know that uh, it might be it may be true like 20 years ago, mm-hmm. but today the front end evolved in such a huge thing that you if if you're a front-end developer you can actually be just a coder you can be javascript developer you can be cicd let's say developer mm-hmm. and uh, the front-end has many many aspects like testing the code developing the code accessibility of the code needs to be needs to be fulfilled mm-hmm. uh, there are various technologies every day and a new technology is out there so you need to be in constant uh, way of learning mm-hmm. and and practicing otherwise you just forget so there is more to front end than it seems on the first glance i would say mm-hmm. and what brought me to it uh, that's a good question i don't even know it was probably i liked to play with websites when i was 12 mm-hmm. uh, so i touched a bit at uh, high school but when i first worked my when i when i first went to my first work mm-hmm. uh, I knew I knew I, I want to do websites because that was something I have experience with and I like seeing results immediately when mm-hmm. you do something I like the visual aspect of it and uh, yeah I would answer like that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's great and that's actually why I asked the question because some people are just thinking about front-end as uh, changing pictures and colors so I know guys you are involved in so much stuff and you especially are presenting uh, new ways and regarding to accessibility you manage with other guys to make a workshop so yeah that's why I wanted you to explain to other people yeah thank you thank you for that um 
Okay, we have one traditional question ahead, and that is, how was your first year at Apple? Almost the second is behind us because it's December. <laughs> But how was the first year? The first year at Apple, all right. Uh, I don't even remember what I had for lunch yesterday. <laughs> so I can't recall very well what was my first year. Mm -hmm. I guess it was awesome because I I wouldn't be here as well, right? Yeah, yeah, actually. You, you last, so it means that it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was it was definitely absolutely awesome. Yeah, it was. I would remember if there was something bad. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And through all the all the podcast sessions, you could you could hear that it was pretty awesome. So so I think that proves. Oh, okay. It. <laughs> all right. Um, since you are not just a front end developer by all your heart, and we touched the team leading part, what is the biggest challenge? in the team leading and what do you like about it most the biggest challenge i would say mm -hmm. it's the difference differences between people's mindsets and between people regulate themselves because i i think or i believe that you should speak to all of the people you are speaking mm -hmm. to and you are you are kind of leading uh, in a way that suits them in a way that's ideal for them and what what works for one doesn't necessarily work for the other so i believe the biggest challenge if we call it, if we could call it like that is to find a way how to be the most useful how to make the most of you uh, for the person you are speaking to in order to provide mm -hmm. the best possible uh, you know feedback and and help and everything like that so yeah i, I wouldn't call it a challenge i would it, i would call it as an aspect of the work yeah, yeah, but, but i got i got your point mm -hmm. but if you're asking if there is something which which uh, makes my work hard or not really very pleasant i would call it the the reason why you were hesitating at first to take a team oh, lead through yeah that was because of i felt there is there is a huge responsibility upon my shoulders because i never done anything like that before mm -hmm. i didn't know i was ready to to be fulfilling this role um, so i hope when i will dive into it like fully 100% i will be able to do so effectively uh, with the help of others because it's uh, also about the feedback right about the feedback that people provide you uh, you know what you should do you you know what you shouldn't do or what you should do uh, differently mm -hmm. so that that's of great value to me all right all right nice answer i would say that that is the main point of being the leader isn't to manage everyone as you see it <laughs> but see the way how could help to another yeah you know i'm very cautious about the word manage because i'm not like really managing i'm just more i'm just more helping to coordinate things you know and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, instead of telling the people what what should they do i prefer to have a discussion what they think yeah, what yeah. i think and then perhaps to come to some some outcome that that suits the best for the mm -hmm. you know for both sometimes there are cases where that's simply not possible that's that's understandable yeah. we we need to do something sometimes but i i i feel it like we are we are colleagues and i'm something as a as a like different scrum master you know or something like that i'm not manager mm -hmm. so it's a guide yeah. <laughs> so yeah yeah i got your point it's not working when you try to overpower mm -hmm. it yeah i'm speaking just for myself you know um, not not for the other roles it's just just to be clear <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right um i know that you are also participating on the knowledge sharing outside of the company 
because you are kind of our star <laughs> sharing your knowledge come <laughs> yeah come on you were you were on the live streams everywhere so <laughs> you are kind of our our shining star so what's your goal that you are aiming for why do you pass the knowledge for others what is the purpose mm -hmm. okay so first of all i wasn't alone there <laughs> I we, we share the knowledge as a team right <laughs> yeah but uh, you initiate all of those <laughs> well some of those yes some of those yes uh because i like it you know because sharing the knowledge um in general i like open sourcing i like sharing things and uh if you know something especially me i i really enjoy explaining things to others in my own words because um sometimes when i learn something i can spot the places where it could be said better or explained better and i'm trying to fill these uh, spaces with mm -hmm. uh, my words sometimes maybe uh, it's not so good i don't know uh, <laughs> but but the sharing the knowledge in general is something i really enjoy mm -hmm. and i believe we we should be doing that for not not just in work mm -hmm. uh, but even like worldwide you know i believe in everyone is equal and every everyone should uh, should be helping each other to to make the world great and you know these these kind of things mm -hmm. so the, the goal i'm aiming is about free education mm -hmm. and the goal i'm aiming for mm -hmm. i don't really know if that's got any specific goal i just want to share the knowledge i just want to you know if there is some specific topic about accessibility i feel i need to tell it to someone because they might want to do it mm -hmm. recently or recently i think a year back or something i wrote an article about uh, responsive images and how mm -hmm. to deal with them on the web and I did it just because I felt my knowledge that I, I collected uh, over the years could be somewhere thrown to others and they may or may not take it as a guidance mm -hmm. or something. Maybe it would work for some of them. Mm -hmm. So, and that's even if one person would benefit from that, it still has mm -hmm. the point for me. All right, yeah. all right. That's nice. Uh, that it should be, you know, passing the knowledge, not keeping it just for ourselves. That's nice. Okay, Yeri. That was enough of the work. <laughs> And let me ask you about your hobbies. What are you doing when you are out of duty? The first thing coming on my mind is definitely playing games mm -hmm. because games are part of my whole life. Uh, mostly, of course, computer games, but games in general, I like. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite? My favorite computer game. Mm -hmm. uh, the most favorite computer game of mine mm -hmm. is called Might and Magic. <laughs> It's uh, It's not Heroes of Might and Magic, actually. It's the Might and Magic 6, 7 and 8. These three specifically, it has very nostalgic value for me. Mm -hmm. uh, that was the first RPG I played and the first uh, game I fell in love with uh, mm -hmm. tremendously. I play it every year. It's a very old game. It was released like 1996 mm -hmm. to 2000 or something, mm -hmm. but that's the best game in the world for me <laughs> and nothing will be ever better. Uh -huh. Although, of course, I'm a huge fan of World of Warcraft mm -hmm. or any like generally known games. That's true. But even, even games in general, because I, I like to play games whenever I am with whoever I am mm -hmm. uh, and make, make kind of fun of life yeah. in forms of games or gamification, let's say. So without it, I don't know, I would be too bored and <laughs> I, I, I believe I need to have a piece of joy every day. Otherwise, I feel the day was was uh, weird mm -hmm. for me. I would feel weird. Mm -hmm. And for the other hobbies, I would say, uh, 
you know, these are kind of uh, normal, like spending time with my girlfriend, watching movies and uh, watching series on Netflix, mm-hmm. wherever else. I'm not the guy who is actually uh, very interesting in terms of hobbies or, or free time because I don't travel much. I don't uh, I don't enjoy going over the city and, and watch the buildings. And mm-hmm. I'm more like the, if I go somewhere, it's it's the nature, maybe some some woods or, or a sea or things like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of the time I spend I spend home uh, because uh, I, I just like it. I like the, the calmness and, and the mood mm-hmm. we have there. And it's, it's the, the most safest place of all the mm-hmm. place where where you don't have any like worries mm-hmm. or you shouldn't have any worries all of the all of the worries you should left behind your home mm-hmm. i think the games are the most biggest hobby of mine and which console do you have well <laughs> i have the console called pc because <laughs> the, the big advantage of pc for me is you can run everything on pc yeah. <laughs> you can emulate every console maybe the new not new newest mm-hmm. ones but i'm using a computer for gaming mm-hmm. for work and for everything else I'm doing online or offline with computers. All right, and and the games you mentioned, um, do you play board games? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I play play a lot of board games, mm-hmm. especially when we are somewhere with friends. We always play. Uh, I enjoy these these game of you know activities mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. someone needs to do the uh, the the miming and things like this. It's re- it's really yeah. funny, <laughs> and it it creates a special yeah, yeah, bond it is, it is. Uh, with the other people. You know, it, it's different when you are sitting in a meeting room with someone and talking the business. Yeah, uh, and it's different when you're playing games with the person because mm-hmm. the laughter it connects you. You will find the same talk sometimes, and it's it's yeah, really yeah. nice. And the memories are <laughs> yes, the best. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. And you, it's like two months ago, you were on the yacht or whatever. That's that's what you meant traveling, you poshy kid. <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't. I, I wasn't. I wasn't on the yacht. All right, all right. I wasn't. But I, I tell you what, I am mm-hmm. convinced that I'm the type of guy who, in his 80s, when he mm-hmm. sees a swing outside, he will just. You know, go there and we'll be swinging <laughs> on it, or we'll be playing with other things, and we believe we'll be the childish type, like till death, really, because. I don't think that's something I can and want to that's change. <laughs> nice keeping the child's, let's say, joy from life, not be so much adult. <laughs> yeah, the adulting is killing that part pretty hard. <laughs> yeah, and also the hate. Also the hate. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But you know, sometimes I'm just stuck in a place where I'm not sure if I'm adult enough. <laughs> like, and if I should be adult enough. Yeah, I try to balance it. Yeah, so so I get this one. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, back to the traditional question, and that is, what are you reading? Mm-hmm. So I'm not really reading type. Uh, if you mean books. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't read many, many, many books in my life, but if I re- if I read something, it's mostly fantasy mm-hmm. or something regarding like let's say spiritualism, if I could call it like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. because I'm interested in these things. And uh, I, I don't read like the conventional stuff like from from reality because I don't enjoy it so much because I live mm-hmm. in this reality. I like to read about things that are not in quotes real. Mm-hmm. E- even the movies, you know, I, I like uh, like Lord of the Rings and and uh, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and Avatar and Star Wars and these these kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I I enjoy reading this. Uh, the books, because I'm a huge fan of World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. I, I read uh, World, World of Warcraft books. Mm-hmm. 
uh, which are great for me. It's a great joy when you can join reading, playing, and mm -hmm. and similar stuff into one because it's one huge world and you can explore it and you can be part of it and you can just read about it. Mm -hmm. So this is really what, what I enjoy. Yeah, And of course, I'm reading some articles on the internet when I'm self-educating, but that doesn't count, I guess. Yeah, everyone is reading the documentation in here. <laughs> that, and the documentation. That, yeah, that, that's the number one literature in Apollo. So, all right, all right. I will definitely link those books you mentioned because I think there will be people who will be interested in those. I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think so? No. I think everyone in Apollo reads fantasy. Oh. Some of theirs are more complicated and some of those are more more fairy-like, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean. I think Apollo is more fans of sci-fi, no? Yeah, but some of us still read the little magician stories, you know. <laughs> ah, okay, that's nice. Uh, and you mentioned you are watching the Netflix series. Do you have some some favorites? Yes, I watch Netflix, uh, but I also watch uh, some other series, and I'm not sure which one of mm -hmm. them are or not on the Netflix at the moment. Mm -hmm. But we are currently we are revisiting the old classics like I don't know Black Sails. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about the piracy, you know. Yeah, yeah. And if I should pick one that we like the most or one of the most it was definitely don't fuck with cats mm -hmm. which was a true crime uh, documentary series and it was really chilling uh from the beginning to the end because it was made uh, in a very interesting way um i don't want to spoil uh -huh. but there i like uh, if yeah, i have it on the list definitely watch it definitely watch okay, it okay okay uh, i like the how it was made in terms of uh you know because i like computers of course mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh it's about people who spent spend some time behind their computers to solve some case mm -hmm. uh, which let's say police uh, didn't have on their table mm -hmm. and with their help it progressed really well and mm -hmm. the way it's done when 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 you see the screen and the facebook stuff here and the youtube and and joining these clues together mm -hmm. it's really interesting and uh i don't i don't like it because of what happened there mm -hmm. i like it because of how these people approach it and how 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 the the documents uh, documentary were made mm -hmm. all right and something else you watching nowadays so one of the series we were watching recently and, and which uh, we are looking forward for the next series mm -hmm. is uh next i mean series yes is the cobra kai mm -hmm. uh do you know it yeah yeah because i i completely love the idea of joining the i don't know if it was 80s or 90s movie of karate kid mm -hmm. with this new series when when the original actors play the play there and continue with the storyline it, it's just awesome for me and it's really well made and funny yeah. and then uh we also watched gotham mm -hmm. which is in my eyes very underrated and very un unknown in general terms mm -hmm. series about like uh, the batman and gotham city uh because it's just it's just awesome series you know for the, for the time it was it was uh shot it, it's really great mm -hmm. i would say yeah, yeah. Uh, so we loved this and most of similar similar docu-series like don't fuck with cats uh, which are out there on netflix are good and yeah maybe these two i would i would, okay. I would mention okay, okay okay and i think if you didn't watch the gotham so the whole dc series wasn't really complete i, I watched the whole dc series like the arrow and the legends of tomorrow mm -hmm. and so on yes i would say the gotham has the best uh the best penguin <laughs> ever <laughs> 
All right, all right. So I did get from you the list of the Netflix series, which I will share on our Instagram. And I think we reached to an end. So final question. I'm scared. That I ask everyone is, do you have any wisdom you want to share? Any wisdom I want to share? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't have any wisdom I would like to share, but to whoever is uh, listening to this podcast, Have a great morning, afternoon or evening, whatever it's time you're listening. Let anything that you are currently doing, let it, let it happen and let it be successful for you and just have a, have a nice and great day. Yeah, and smile. Uh, that was the nicest closing message I had. Oh. <laughs> Actual uh, feelings. So yeah, have a nice day. <laughs> yeah, all right. Thank you, Yuri, so much for the nice closing message and for joining me today on today's session. It was a pleasure to chat with you and it was really eye-opening, I would say. I have definitely learned new things. Thank you for the explanation of the front-end side so anyone can listen to it because I think that most of the time we are speaking in terms that not, not everyone can understand. I hope you guys liked it too. I will definitely link all this mentioned by Yeshi to our Instagram page and our reading list. Mm-hmm. And I think we can look forward to Yeshi's top 20 playlist. Okay. I didn't tell you that. I think. But are you ready to compile top 20 songs you are listening to? I'm not, but I will be. I will be. Definitely. Okay, okay. You have a week for preparing Okay, that. that's, that's plenty of time. <laughs> all right, all right. So you can look thank forward you. to that on next Monday. Yep, thank you guys for listening and see you soon on the next episode. Thank you again for inviting. Bye. Bye. Apollo out.